everybody, and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host. And today on the show, and for the next two days, actually, we will have an interview between Craig Groeschel and John Maxwell. And John and Craig are talking about the different quotes that John has had over the many years that he has been teaching leadership. And it's a really great conversation, so many great nuggets. John Maxwell, I have to say, is one of my very favorite speakers and leaders because he is just so genuine. And you can tell that he genuinely cares about people and about their success. It's like, it's not about him at all. It's about helping other people and adding value. And that's one of the things that John Maxwell loves to talk about is his desire is to add value to everybody that he comes in contact with. And so Craig is going to be going through several different quotes of John's, and they're going to expound on them. And it is a fabulous interview. Hope you enjoy it. What I'd like to do, John, is uh, you've got so many amazing quotes that have impacted me. And what's really is always interesting to think about how one sentence, one quote can change your mindset. Of course. And can open up windows of understanding and leadership. And so I'd like to go through some of your best quotes And then I want to ask you um, specifically about your new book. And then we'll have a little fun with some surprise questions and a lightning round. (laughs) And so I've taught this and and tried to explain it. And sometimes people will try to push back. But I want you to unpack the idea that everything rises and falls on leadership. Is leadership really that important? And why do you say that? It's really that important. I was 25 years old. I'm 73 now, so... When, when I uh, first heard that quote, that everything rises and falls on leadership, and uh, I, I lived with it for two years. Uh, and when I say I lived with it, I wasn't sure that I embraced it, but I wanted to see if I felt that it was true. And the more that I would look around and see um, and experience, the more I realized it, it, it is true. Within a couple years, I it became, it became the catalyst for my passion to train leaders. In fact, when people ask me, why am I still in the leadership game? It's that quote right there. I truly believe in every area. It doesn't matter whether it's government area, education, uh, the church world, it doesn't, business world. I believe everything rises and falls on leadership. And uh, I'm so passionate about it, even today. In fact, that quote, I believe that quote more today than I did when I was 25. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the beautiful things about something that really works is that the longer you live with it, the more you love it and and the more that you're convinced of it. Mm-hmm. And I've watched that principle and that quote come to reality in my life thousands and thousands of times with businesses I work with, just people. It just it, You just watch it happen. And, and what's incredible is once I realized this, and then I coupled it with the fact that you could learn how to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Because if, if, if you just stop on everything rises and falls on leadership, that can be kind of a reality splash after a while because you look at it and say, well, if I'm not a leader, then everything's going to fall. But when I, when I became convinced with that quote that you could learn how to lead, right. that, that leaders were not born, they could be made. Mm-hmm. And, of course, then I wrote Developing Leader Within You 2.0. But those two quotes together – or why I'm still in the leadership game, because we're watching people every day learn to lead. And when they learn to lead, everything everything gets better. No doubt about it. Yeah, both those principles uh, are hard to appreciate early in your leadership until you do it long enough. Yes. Then you start to really see that everything really does rise and fall in leadership. And then the second thing you said, that you, that leaders can, they, they can learn, they can grow, they can be made. You don't have to be born a leader. 
And that's really when it gets fun is when you start reproducing leadership and you see others become great. One of the things you've always talked about is how important it is to, to care for your people, to motivate them, and to kind of compliment you. The first time we had a, a private meal together and meeting, yeah, I was pretty nervous. I'm with John Maxwell, who's a hero, and you leaned in with a big smile and said something like, "How can I add value to your life, Craig?" <laughs> and and you just from I mean from the very beginning, you you're with a guy who was a young developing leader, and you were trying to give and and showed how much you cared. You always help value the person with you. The quote that you say that I like so much is, people don't care how much you know sure. until they know how much you care. Someone might say, well, leadership is business. You know, you have to be business and, and to get results. Um, you have to care about objectives more than people. What, how would you respond to that? Well, my response would be that I think leaders get in trouble when they quit caring for their people. Mm -hmm. There's a very fine line, as you know, between manipulating people and motivating people. And I think manipulation is always wrong because manipulation is where I move people for personal advantage. And so to me, that quote is so important because it's a, it's a safeguard. It's a safeguard in my life to keep me from crossing that line, mm -hmm. which we all have crossed that line. I've crossed that line before where all of a sudden I thought, now, wait a minute. I, I just led that meeting and I came out as the winner. I'm not sure they did, but I did. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, when I say that leaders see more than others see and leaders see before others see, I can tell you, once you know that to be true, that puts a great responsibility on me as a leader to make sure that I never use that more and before for my advantage to the people's disadvantage. Mm -hmm. And and so what's what's the what's the balance? What's the what's the checkmate on that? Well, it's it's very simple. You just care for people and love for people. And, and, um, and I say, if, if, when you stop loving people, really do, do them a favor, stop leading them. Mm -hmm. Because the moment that I stop caring for you as a person, then I can promise you the motives of my leadership will go south very quick. Right, right. They just do. What advice would you give, John, to someone who's maybe uh, newer in their leadership and they say, okay, I, I, I do care for people, but I don't know how to express it. How does a caring leader show that she or he cares in a in a, a great question environment i i always share that what what you do and this is very by the way that question you just asked is a very good question because there are a lot of people who really do care mm -hmm. but they don't emote very well right and they're not visual very well and and so it's not that it's they lack it it's just that they have never been able to present it mm -hmm. and and so what i always share with them is if that is your if that's your situation, sit down with your people and say, "Now let me let me share you, with you the good news and the bad news. The good news is I really care for you, but let me tell you what the bad news is. I don't show it well. Hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to help you know how I show it. Hmm. I don't show it because I'm not bubbly and I'm not highly affirmative and I don't come around. I'm not like a cheerleader. But let me just there are two or three things that I do that really show that I care for you. One one is that I I I always. I always respect you. And, and, and so you lay out mm -hmm. whatever those things are. That you, and, and you just give them what I call those care markers mm -hmm. so that when when they're following you, they, they don't need that emotional affirmation because they know that's not how you give it, but it doesn't matter because you've already shown them the way that you care. And I think that one of the greatest weaknesses that we have as leaders many times is that we take our areas that are difficult for us and we don't sit down with our people and say, no, this is very difficult for me. Mm -hmm. So I need you to help me. 
And, and I'm going to share with you why it's difficult. I'm going to share with you how you can understand it. And, and, and then I want you to also come in and say, John, maybe, maybe this would help. And, and would, would you help me? I, I think leadership, great leadership, always is vulnerable and open and willing to be improved and uh, has a not only an open door policy, but has an open ear policy, an open heart policy. And, and I find people then migrate to that. I mean, all of a sudden, they become your allies. They become mm-hmm. some of the best help I've ever had is because I've sat down with my team and just said, I'm not really good here. Mm-hmm. So help me. Yeah. Well, I like that. Now, I honestly have never thought about that, just sitting down with someone and saying, you know, maybe I'm not as expressive. There, sure. there might be some introverts right now Absolutely. or some people that they're not, you know, they're not the loud person, the party person yeah. in the room, but they can say, uh, what I want you to know is here's how I do show that I care for you. And, and that is that, you know, I give you feedback or, you know, I'll, you know, I, I don't give you negative feedback, meaning I'm yeah. going to tell you if I do like it or something. And so you can, you know, kind of clearly define here's how. And so, you know, I, I served under a leader, John, that I never quite knew. And it took me years to figure him out. I never knew if I was doing great or not because he didn't show it. And, but his, his style of affirmation was so different. Had he had explained it to me that yes. this was a win, then I probably would have felt a lot more cared for earlier in the partnership. So I had a mentor, um, Charles Blair, who many, many years ago said, John, always have an understanding. So there's not a misunderstanding. Right. And it was just very helpful to me. And I asked him to explain that. He said, it's just very simple. He said, never assume, never, Mm -hmm. never assume, which is kind of like the mother of all leadership mess ups. Just so be vulnerable, ask questions, find out where, where they are, find, help them find out where you are and then take off together. That was an interview between Craig Groeschel and John Maxwell, and you can find it on YouTube if you search under Q&A with John Maxwell, Inside His Best Quotes. You can also find out more information about Craig at craiggroeschel.com, as well as John Maxwell at his website, which is johnmaxwell.com. I encourage you to go check them out and look up the other resources that both of them have available, because you will be changed. Your life will be changed through their wonderful resources they have. Hope you have a wonderful day today. And remember, go live your 320 life more than you can imagine.